Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast. Um, I think it's been like eight days. These episodes are kind of few and far between, not in the way that I would like. So I'll tell you why, because you guys know I love spilling. I was supposed to have about four other podcasts with other guests filmed by now, but guess what? They were all in the cannabis industry, so none of them worked out. Shocker. In fact, I recently did an interview that did kind of well, but um, without really telling me, he sent the file to all of his superiors and then all of a sudden just wanted to just redo the entire thing. And to be honest, him and his company are not that interesting enough for a reshoot. And it wasn't even a like podcast about the company. It was Culta. It was Culta. Um... I did an interview with Chase from Colta and it was a great podcast and it sounded like we might have been sharing and we weren't and his higher ups had to like check it out three or four times and send me back edits and like I actually don't give a fuck. Colta does not even follow me on Instagram. They don't follow me on Instagram. They have all these huge PR nightmares and they want to come to me on my little tiny ass podcast and ask me to edit out and cut out a part where I asked what we were smoking on. Because it sounded, sorry, it sounded like we were sharing even though we weren't and they wanted me to cut that part out and some other parts and like, why would I do anything to save your ass? You're a corporation, right? But I didn't give them any sort of back push. I said, okay, it's fine because really what they want is not too big of a deal. But now it seems like they want me to redo the entire thing and that's not happening. So that's an idea of what I've been dealing with. I was going to go to Rhode Island to do a podcast with Sasha, Silence Hippie, but um, she was sick the day before that I arrived, didn't tell me, and when I arrived, she was too sick to do anything with me. So yeah, I'm still pretty pissed off about that one, obviously, so let's move on. The point is, other people are useless, and I am the best alone. <laughs> I mean, you guys like the solo podcast the most anyway, so I guess it's all good. Well, now that I've spilled that tea of why everyone is useless and why I'm the best, let's get into my solo podcast today. Today is actually about social media because I fucking hate it and I think that it's driving me crazy and I feel like everyone has the same conversation around social media and have the same four points, but I've got like four, five, six, seven different points. So let's get right into it. Um, I think I'm going to start out by talking about social media and politics because when I was younger, about 18, 19, 20, I was very into politics. I was very, very, very into fighting on Facebook about Bernie Sanders, about whatever crosses my mind. And I used to be a very political person. Now I am still very political. I would say even more so now in different ways, but I do not waste my time fighting on Facebook or fighting on Instagram all day. Um, but the unfortunate part is that I think a lot of you guys do. Ew. Um, I think social media and politics are an interesting topic because um, it really just shows how much people live in a bubble and how you can find someone to confirm whatever bias that you might have, right? Um, I think politics are so interesting nowadays thanks to social media. I mean, the genocide in Myanmar was because of fucking Facebook. 
If you know what I'm talking about, look it up. Like, Myanmar Facebook group. It's a crazy story that, honestly, I don't want to butcher by telling it. But, like, Facebook caused a genocide in Myanmar. That was crazy. Um, You know, Facebook is why Donald Trump became president. You know, like... People fighting on Facebook all day and fighting back and forth and owning the lives and owning the Trump supporters, it all created a big uh, bubble or I guess a big uh, balloon that was blowing up with hot air and it bursted and then boom, Trump was our president. And I'm not here to talk about presidents, Trump. I'm not getting into that. I'm just saying social media and politics have are, go hand in hand nowadays and I think it's crazy. And honestly... Um, when I say politics, I don't mean, uh, hold on, let me get some water. I haven't had water this morning. I kind of like woke up and started working and now I'm here. Hold on. Oh my God, that was so fucking good. Okay. So when I say politics, I do not mean only identity politics. Um, I mean everything. Oh, sorry guys. I'm all over the place. When I talk politics, I do not mean, um, presidents, congressmen, I mean identity politics as well. Everything about being black, being autistic, being ADHD, being trans. Actually, let's talk about the autistic bullshit that you guys are fucking on. And it's a perfect example as to how social media is a fucking disease and how people will just see one thing and confirm it over and over and over again. I'm gonna get real close to the mic when I say this. You are not fucking autistic. Stop being rude and inconsiderate. You're a rude and inconsiderate, awkward person. You do not have autism. I'm sorry. As someone that has family members with severe autism, with mild autism, whatever the proper phrasing is, I have members of my family that are on every single spectrum, and you guys are not autistic. It's... What? My cousins have not been bullied every single day of their lives for being autistic for some dumbass white girl to come up on here who doesn't like texture problems to go, oh, I'm autistic. You guys are losers. People use social media as a crutch for what is wrong with them. People use social media to, sorry, people use social media to validate what is wrong with them. And it's pathetic. And like, oh, you, and also I'll go here. We probably do all have ADHD. But I would argue that you do not have ADHD. You've just been on TikTok for two years. Just saying, social media, we consume short form content like it's nothing. We see over thousands of advertisements every day. We are consuming so many videos, so many pictures, so much of it in one day. Our little tiny human pea brains cannot handle that. Are we serious? And, like, it's just annoying. I feel like everyone is so annoying. It's pathetic. Autism this. ADHD that. Um, Stanley Cups this. Everyone just shut the fuck up. Shut the hell up, dude. It's so fucking annoying. Like, it's ridiculous. And, oh, to come back to social media and politics, I know that social media and politics are too interwoven because um, all these Republicans and all of these congressmen are always doing all of these crazy laws to, like, essentially banish trans people into the fucking shadow realm. I don't fucking know. They are always hyper-focused on trans people, hyper-focused on trying to terrorize them because they are the people that fucking roast them on Twitter. 
trans people on Twitter are like, we want rights. All that these dumb ass, stupid motherfuckers see are some anime profile accounts talking about trans rights and they want to own the libs as a result. Are you serious? Because that's how dumb and pea-brained that these congressmen are. That they see people on Twitter making fun of them and it makes them mad so they want to own the libs and not focus on real things. Like what? It's so fucking annoying. Like it's crazy. Literally Republicans are targeting things that I have seen people tweet about. Why are politicians even on Twitter? (laughs) Like no one cares about their input. Like it's crazy, right? Like, I don't, I don't even, I don't think I even understand the heaviness of what I am saying. Like, you know what I mean? Twitter has millions of billions of people on it. What the fuck? And congressmen are on there. Presidents are on there. Presidents have declared essentially war on Twitter. Like, what are we talking about? Like, it's crazy to me. Like, social media, you can, you can kind of hear me going crazy because social media is crazy. It's just annoying. Everyone is just screaming at each other. Everyone is, you know, looking for a reason to be okay, to be fucked up. Does that make sense? Everybody's looking for an excuse. Everyone's looking to manipulate. Everyone is looking to monetize. Let's talk about that for a second. Social media and consumerism. Now, um, I have a lot of thoughts about consumerism. I think people say capitalism a lot when they mean consumerism. And um, I definitely have been thinking a whole lot about it as a TikTok user primarily. Um, So the issue with consumerism and social media is that everything um, originally is presented to you as a problem. Like, oh, do you have a problem? You should buy this thing. And that's really annoying. I mean, I've even ran campaigns where they tell you to present a problem to the audience and tell them how this product can fix it. Um, So I'm very familiar with that wanting to be the mindset and the seed that is planted with a lot of, you know, consumerism talks. And obviously the example I have is the Stanley Cup, obviously. First of all, they're kind of cute cups, but it's a great idea. I'm sorry, it's a great example. Um, It's something that someone posted about and everybody was like, oh, I must find it. And the Stanley Cup has sparked a lot of discussions about consumerism, lack of lack of individuality, Ray Tay Tay. I don't care about any of that. I just think that it's really interesting. Like everything, it just like every, I'm supposed to buy everything. It's so fucking annoying. Like, and like, let's talk about the Amazon storefront for a second, because, um, I feel like a lot of influencers are like, go to my Amazon storefront, go to my Amazon storefront. And people are like, fuck you. Why can't you just tell me what you got and where you got it from? Fuck you. Why is everybody doing an Amazon storefront? And like, it's bullshit because like, um, Amazon makes billions of dollars, maybe a week. I don't know the fucking stats. Okay. But, um, I think the Amazon storefront is very necessary. If I sent you to Amazon to buy this product or make you finish your cart out and buy all of the other products in your cart, I deserve a cut. I think another problem with social media is how we see the influencer, how we see the content creator, how we see the person that is just trying to survive. I notice we constantly critique the influencer for trying to sell us something or portraying things in a certain light or just being untrustworthy or saying that brands that use um, content creator marketing are untrustworthy and all of it is bullshit. It all comes down to jealousy. I'm going to be honest. You're jealous that I make a thousand dollars off of talking about Bloom Super Greens and that's okay. I'd be jealous too, but I would never stop you from getting your bag 
right? I would never stop you. I would never say, oh, don't go to college. Like, I would never say that. (laughs) It's a stupid analogy. But honestly, no, it's not fucking stupid. That's how dumb you sound when you tell someone that has told hundreds of thousands of people on an app to buy something that they don't deserve a single dime. Shut the hell up. You're fucking stupid. Um, But also, let's come back to the concept of consumerism and why it is so bad to want to have a Stanley Cup. Because there's nothing wrong with it. Can we be blamed for buying so much when everything about our lifestyle is quote unquote wrong? When everything that we have is a problem that desires a solution? Can we really be blamed for buying so much when there's so many things to purchase? When there's so many things to allow ourselves to escape through? You know what I mean? I can buy my laptop and go scrolling for hours and not worry about life. I can buy a little cute keychain. It makes me happy, makes me smile. Like we, I cannot blame the average person for buying. And I feel like people are screaming at the consumer to stop consuming so much. Stop doing this, stop doing that. But like, bitch, I'm seeing a thousand ads a day. I'm gonna buy something. I'm gonna buy something. Like, what are you talking about? We see thousands of ads a day. It is totally normal to want that Stanley Cup. That's totally normal. And don't make everyone make you feel like you're being fucking weird, that you're a sheeple. Um, But I will say that I think consumerism in the sense that um, telling everybody what to wear, what makeup to buy, things like that, it does get a little bit dangerous, I think, in the sense that... um, I think people don't know who they are in terms of what they like, um, in terms of having their own individuality, in terms of having their own individual thoughts. I think people just go on TikTok and see something inspiring that would inspire their interests and then go out and do it. And honestly, I don't think that's a bad thing. TikTok has definitely gotten me into the gym. It's gotten me into cooking more. It's gotten me into a lot of things. So obviously, social media is not all bad. Um, oh, I lost my train of thought. God damn it, guys. Maybe I shouldn't just wake up and start podcasting because I'm all over the place. Um, let's get, I guess, I was talking about consumerism um, and how I like buying shit and you shouldn't feel bad for buying shit, but it is annoying about how everything is being sold to me. That is definitely annoying. Um, everything on social media is sell this, fix this about you, buy this, buy this, fix this, you know, sell it, make it, do it, do it. Do it. Like, oh my God. Everything on social media is telling me something. Whether it's fix fix my body, you know, what's wrong with my acne, um, my hip dips, like fix quote unquote your hip dips, fix your acne, fix your balding, like fix, 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 fix. Something is wrong with you, fucking fix it. Oh my God. It's annoying. And if it's not my body, it's my bag. I should have this bag. It's my clothes. I should have this clothes. It's this mascara. I should have this mascara. And like, it's all just damn dumb. It's annoying. I just want to know, like, does the average person, especially someone younger than me, like people that are 24 and below, do they like even know who they are? because of being stuck in this like social media hellhole where no one has individual thoughts, individual style, individual anything. I spoke to a 22 year old recently, or I've been speaking to a lot of people that are like younger than me. Um, I'm 27. 
Um, so obviously if you're 22, I'm not like older than you, but I definitely, I guess, have the, the frontal lobe has formed. And talking to like a modern 22 year old is a bit weird because they are so chronically online and you can tell they only like make jokes and memes they regurgitate word for word what they see online and like it's just weird and they all dress the same and it's just like everyone has no individuality anymore no one like I just do you guys know what I mean I just feel like everything is so unoriginal nowadays and like it's just kind of weird. I feel like ugh, social media is so weird, isn't it? Like another TikTok example, right? TikTok and Pilates. Hot girls do Pilates. Hot girls do this. Hot girls do that. Don't even get me started on being a woman on social media. The idea of hotness, sexiness, eternal youthfulness and beauty, that will be a different podcast, I think, is being a woman on social media and on the internet because I do not want to bore the other half of my listeners. So I'll come back to that. But um, it's just like hot girls do Pilates, right? Everybody was talking about Pilates. And now I was doing Pilates and bar before this big boom happened. And my bar studio also has Pilates. And my bar studio on a good week normally had eight people in the class. But when Pilates blew up, I went to bar two weeks later and the classes were full because they said Pilates and their Pilates classes and everybody was like, I want to try Pilates. So um, also, isn't it scary how fast word travels on social media? Luckily, we're talking about Stanley Cups and Pilates and Maybelline Foundation. But what if it was something more, you know, evil, insidious, gross? I don't know. Word travels quickly. It travels quicker than the speed of sound in social media. And I'm going to go to my next conversation piece, which is social media and how it forces negativity down your throat and not in the way that you might think. As we all know, I love social media. I post on it. I have several social media clients. I have my social media platforms and um, I just know the game. And social media is designed to um, make you feel something, feel an emotion that would elicit a response. And typically that is what? Anger, sadness, laughter, or empathy. Um, so what social media is made to evoke those emotions out of you to get you to engage with the post and to stay longer on the app. Um, and I think that's probably like the huge fucking glaring issue. Um, for example, I recently had a post on my Indica Wife Instagram. I came across this product that was an infused hot sauce and the product was very good, um, but the dosage was 6.6 .6 milligrams. And I saw the product and I knew that I had to post it because it was only 6.6 .6 milligrams. I knew that it would be flooded with comments of people being like, oh, what the fuck is this going to do for me? I take 500 and I don't get shit. I smoke more weed than you. That's how they sound to me. Just, that's what mean comments sound to me. Just fucking noise that is just impossible to decipher. But um, I just knew, I knew that this video would get me a million views on Reels because of how negative social media is and because the algorithm pushes your video when they see that people are making fun of you. When they see people having negative comments, calling you names, 
giving you certain reactions, they push that reel up for you to be mocked and made fun of more, okay? A million views, and it was a six second clip of me showing some hot sauce and pouring it on um, like an Eggs Benedict. Like 1.2 million views because negativity is what spreads and what gets attention on social media. I have another example. I did a brand deal recently for a company, Smoke Odor. I love you, Smoke Odor. Love you guys. They're sponsoring the podcast, actually. Hello. Thanks, Smoke Odor. But it was a simple post. It was a post of me saying that I was like spraying Smoke Odor spray in my Airbnb to cover the smoke smell. Now, obviously, I don't smoke in my Airbnb, but it was a funny meme. It was easy to do. And, you know, the deadline was coming. I had to post the brand deal. So... I posted it and um, it got decent traction. It was funny, but I noticed that overnight it really popped. And um, obviously, same thing, mean comments. Why are you smoking in someone else's house? If it's not your house, don't smoke in it. Honestly, all valid, valid comments, which is why I don't smoke in someone's house. But yeah, just yet again, people talking shit, telling me that I'm dumb. And you know what was so interesting? And has, this is how I know social media is made to manipulate you and be negative, okay? So on Instagram, as you can imagine, this post got around 400,000 views. Notifications are going 1,000 miles a minute. And um, there's a portion of your Instagram notifications that say priority. Like it pretty much shows all of your comments from like your mutuals or whoever or what Instagram thinks is the most important. It'll put it in priority above your other notifications, right? Everything in my priority for that video have been some of the most heinous and disgusting racist comments that I have ever seen. I got a comment that was in my priority that said, this is why I do not rent my house out to monkeys. And that was, for some reason, pushed to the top of my notifications because social media is evil. Mark Zuckerberg is evil and hates black people and finds that shit funny. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let's get back on topic. The point is why I got over 500 comments on that reel and only about five to 10 of them were racist and I was able to be notified about every single one. Why is that? Instagram, Facebook, social media, all of these things know everything. They know how we talk, they have voice recognition, they have face recognition, they have all of this. So Facebook, you know that that comment is disgusting and racist and you wanted me to see it. Why? Now, to be honest, do I give a shit? Fuck no, I got paid um, an undisclosed amount of money for that post to the point that I don't give a shit who comments on it. Also, those mad, evil, mean, racist comments pushed my video to 400K and allowed me to get um, another extension with Smoke Odor. So thanks, losers. I appreciate that. But I wouldn't lie, or I'm not going to lie and sit here and say that it isn't shocking and a bit hurtful when someone calls you a monkey and they don't even know you. Like, what the fuck? I'm a monkey, damn. I didn't know it was that serious. I was just spraying shit in the room and now I'm a fucking monkey and a fat black bitch that can't ever buy a house. Someone told me that I was a renter of color. Like what? It's an Airbnb. What? I'm not gonna get too into it. The point is also, no, let's go into that. Um, social media allows you to be racist and to say hateful, disgusting, terrible things about really any group of people except like Mark Zuckerberg, 
and like Elon Musk. Like what? Like, you know, if we attack Zuck or we attack Elon or we attack um one of their uh congressmen that they're butt fucking, I guess, we get banned. We get banned. Someone can call me an ugly, disgusting monkey. Somebody can threaten my friends and DM them and say, I'm going to rape you and murder you and kill you and fuck the body. They don't get banned. But I say, fuck Mark Zuckerberg and I'm banned off Facebook. Like, what? That's bullshit. That's bullshit. You know what I mean? There is no true free speech on social media. Sorry. I know people are like, free speech this, free speech that. Like, we don't have it on social media. It's free speech as long as our overlords like it. Hee hee hee. Um... I feel like this podcast is kind of all over the place, but isn't social media all over the place? Like the things that it does to my brain is crazy. Like imagine opening up your phone. Don't imagine it. You're living it. I go on Twitter. I pull out my phone. Okay. Oh, funny meme. Scroll. Brutal murder. Police brutality. Awesome. Scroll. Oh, another horrible, awful story about someone's untimely death or rape or murder. Scroll. Um, a girl who will never look like me. The hottest, sexiest, most beautiful woman ever. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. Scroll, you should buy this. Do you want to buy this? Why don't you want to buy this? Buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. Scroll, I'm super sexy and I'm a hot girl and I'm in Bali or Dubai and you wish that you were here too. Scroll, this guy at the gym was looking at me at the gym. Scroll, another police brutality video. Scroll, do you want to buy this? It drives me crazy. I sound crazy even saying it, but like that's what the fuck we are consuming thousands of thousands of minutes and thousands of hours a year of our lives just having just bullshit just being just shoved into our brains we see murder we see politics we see porn we see ads we see all of this and you can maybe see it in five minutes of being on your fucking timeline is that not crazy is anyone else going crazy i feel like being on social media is making me absolutely fucking crazy and I have screen time on my phone I've taken a step back from everything for sure but the problem still exists and there are still millions of people stuck in this loop that I am stuck in okay if social media was not my job I would have tapped out a long long time ago okay because I'm tired of the same 12 discussions I'm tired of uh, uh, uh. sorry I'm tired of seeing death videos. I'm tired of seeing porn everywhere. I love porn, but honestly, it's everywhere. I'm tired of everything being over-sexualized. I'm tired of everybody talking about ADHD. I'm tired of everybody talking about autism. I'm tired of all of it. It's the same five topics. Um, ADHD, autista, autism, autism, Haley Bieber, uh, trans rights, um, COVID shots, talking about COVID still. Everyone, like, that's a great example. That dumbass people are still talking about the COVID vaccine, how the COVID vaccine does this or that. Get a life. People are still, like, Republicans are still ranting about COVID and Joe Biden and, like, shut up. But all that people have nowadays with their personality is what they know in their phone. Their phone tells them who to be. Their phone tells them what to think. The phone tells them what hobbies to have. The phone tells them what life they want. You know what I mean? Can we get mad at people for listening to their overlord, to their phone? 
That's why, honestly, I've always wanted to be a content creator because it's so easy to captivate an audience and um, make them do whatever you want because um, that's just the power that our phones have on us. Andrew Tate, um, I'm going to talk about him in a way that you guys are not going to expect. Um, I don't think that Andrew Tate is the problem. I think the problem is that millions of guys agree with him. There are actually millions of Andrew Tates in the entire world. And just the fact that he got a mic in front of him does not mean that he's any worse than anybody else. Um, the problem is not one man. The problem is all of them. Andrew Tate has a huge following of people. Okay, those people agree with those heinous things that he says because people are innately heinous. Okay, can I fault someone for manipulating a bunch of weak people to begin with? You know what I mean? The people that like Andrew Tate, they were never going to be something in terms of having personal fulfillment. They were never going to be something, be someone, be fulfilled, be anything but a fucking loser. They just found a guy that can tell them why they're not a loser, right? Does that make sense? You know, um, Andrew Tate, Avi, piece of shit. Um, but shit, there was a lot of money to be made. He saw suckers and he licked them straight up. Like people are fucking dumb. People are dumb. They're lost. They're scared and they have no individual thought. And if they have something or someone on their phone telling them what to do or what to think so they don't have to, it makes life a lot easier. Life is very confusing and it's a very sick, sad world out here. And it's very easy to feel alone and want some form of escape. It's normal to use your phone to escape and social media is very fun, but social media is very evil. There is a lot of propaganda on social media. Um, there's a lot of negativity on social media, a lot of misogyny, a lot of misogyny. Andrew, I'm sorry, I don't want to say it, but sometimes the things that people say about men, like not as a joke, is really actually concerning. But when you're in a bubble, an echo chamber, your misandry is funny. Your misogyny is funny. Like, you know what I mean? When you were in a bubble where, as far as you're concerned, your entire world agrees with you. You do not think that you're wrong because some people, their laptop is their world. Their phone is their world. That's how they meet people, how they contact friends, how they make friends. I know people that have had like Discord friends or Xbox friends for like 10, 15 years. That is a lifelong bond and connection that the internet has brought to them. And that is why I love social media. I love the internet. I love what it has done for me and my life and my friendships. But at the same time, like, it's time for a step back, I think. I think it's just too much. I think social media reflects the real world in a lot of ways. I think it reflects the anger, confusion, and loneliness that we are all collectively experiencing because we are not outside, because we are on our phones, because we are fighting all the time, because we are comparing ourselves all the time. We're either fighting about money, fighting about gender roles, or we're hating our bodies, men and women, okay? We're comparing our bodies, comparing our lives, comparing our partners, comparing everything to a fake reality on our phones. Like, it's so frustrating because I, I want to be free. 
I want to escape this and I want everyone else to escape this prison that I feel like we're all stuck in. Like I want us to be able to get on TikTok normally, get on Instagram normally, get on Twitter normally. But um, these apps and these things are designed to be addictive. And like, I don't want anyone to feel like they're a dumb, dumb idiot for not being able to tap out of the internet because it's really hard. Our brains are addicted to it. They have responses to social media, responses to likes, responses to comments, responses to getting big views. The first time that I got a million views on a TikTok, I felt like my br- I could literally feel my brain releasing like a happiness that you know, I would not feel normally. It's okay. It's okay to be a victim of social media, to be a victim of consumerism, to be a victim of insecurity, and to just feel vulnerable and to repeat what everyone else is saying. It's normal to have someone tell you four times a day or an hour that you might be autistic and you really might believe it. You really might because you've been told so many times that you have this thing. And because you have this, you are this. Social media is very absolute. It is, you were this, you have this, you should buy this. You're wrong. Here's what's wrong with you. You, 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 you. You suck. You suck. Like, it's just annoying. At least that's how I see everything. Everything is just somebody bitching or it's a recipe, which I like. (laughs) But I don't know. I don't think I have too much more to say. Kind of just ranting. This one isn't very long. I'm not too confident about this podcast. I don't love it very much, but I think I might post it. Um, I think the point is that I'm just over it. I'm over um, everyone talking on social media. I think everyone is really boring. I think everyone is uninteresting. Um, I think everyone does everything for clickbait and troll comments. And social media is not fun anymore. It's not what it used to be, but I'm still on it because I do still love making content. I love making YouTube videos, guys. Oh my God, they're so much fun. I'm thinking about not making weed YouTube videos because they're just so much fun to make and weed is just so like, it's too specific. I love making content. Um, I love doing the podcast. I love talking to you guys. I have so much fun doing this stuff. So I do love social media, but I just, it's just hard to step back and analyze what it's doing to you and what it's doing to your mental. And I noticed that if I'm on TikTok for like an hour, I'll put my phone down and I'll notice I'll be kind of sad. Like, I think my brain experienced so much that now that it's over, my brain is like, oh, where'd all the... We're all dopamine go wet. Like, and I looked it up and that's like pretty common because your brain just got like overloaded and now it's over. And now I have to go back to work and I'm sad. And I want to go back to work. Like, you know, I don't know, guys. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm kind of in a weird mood today, uh, if I'm being honest. So I'm just going to probably leave it on here. This is pretty much all that I have to say. I really appreciate you guys listening to me. I'm sorry this might not be the best episode that I've had. Um, I'm honestly just like going through a lot, but I'm still going to make content and 
do what I do. And that's pretty much it. Follow me on Instagram, Indica Wife. Um, my other Instagram is Let's Chat About It Pod. And if you want to send me an email, my email is arielovechatting at gmail.com. I've had companies be like, what is your email? What's going on? It is arielovechatting at gmail.com. So yeah, I will talk to you guys all in the next episode, whatever that episode might be. Who knows? Um, I have an interview set up, but people are useless. Do not forget that. All right. Love you guys. Bye.